Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to part of my fresh radio, pmfradio.com, iStandardProducers.com. My name is DJ AO. Now, this is pretty cool, right? Because I got a guy that I work with all the time and we don't we talk regularly. But now I have a chance to actually interview him, get inside his head a little bit, see what makes this man tick, even though I already know. But you guys might not know. So we're going to find out today. He goes by the name of Jay Hatch. He's the co-founder of iStandardProducers. He is also an author. He's also a manager, entrepreneur so many things i got him on the line right now jay hatch what's up bro how are you what up yo man appreciate you for having me man part of my fresh you know what it is absolutely man thank you for your time of course um now let's just jump right into it um one of the the most recent things and we'll, we'll talk about um the foundation of i standard and all that but one of the most recent things that i thought was really cool um you are an author out of all of the the many things that you've done in your career um, author is a, a new hat for you to wear. The name of the book that you wrote is How I Left My Job and Made It in the Music Industry. Um, let's talk first and foremost about what inspired you to even begin writing a book in the first place. And then why did you choose the topic? Absolutely. Well, actually, you know, I, I've been doing this thing for a while, you know, uh, independently, 15 years now in the music industry, uh, you know, living, you know, the dream per se, for most people not having to actually work a nine to five. And I felt like there were so many different um, mantras and experiences and just different processes that I kind of picked up over the years that I felt would be a great um, tool and resource for the next generation of entrepreneurs, music lovers, music execs, etc. You know, my girlfriend um, really kind of just told me I should go out and be great. You know, just go out there and share your experiences with the world. You know, I'm always somebody who gives advice and, you know, pulls people aside and kind of gives them a little bit of you know, what I think about, you know, what they could be doing better. And I always try to be somebody who, you know, wants to motivate, you know, people in general. And this was just a way to do it interactively and to do it on a platform that I felt would uh, be able to, you know, motivate people at the same time, really let them learn through the trials and tribulations that I went through and hopefully avoid some of the pitfalls along the way. Dope. Now, um, just let the people know where they can actually pick that book up, how they can purchase it. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you can follow me on Instagram at Mogul Status, M-O-G-U-L Status. There's a link in the bio, but it's available on most retailers. Um, you can get it on you know, BarnesandNoble.com, Target.com, Amazon.com, Booktopia, BookBaby, etc. So it's pretty much out there. Just you know, Google the title, How I Left My Job and Made in the Music Industry. Got you. And once again, that's uh, that's mogul status across all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. The link is in the bio. Make sure you guys check it out. Now, one of the things that stood out to me because I got a chance to, you know, to support the book and uh, I read it. Um, one of the things that stood out to me. Now, this is always something that's very interesting when you start to talk to people about following whatever their passion or their dream is. Um, I think it's chapter number five is never have a plan B. And the reason I wanted to highlight that particular chapter um, and that statement is because that statement often gets because it seems like it's such a simple term, but it's very complex, even though it's a very straightforward term. There's so many things that go into that. Now, for me personally, the way I interpret uh, interpret never having a plan B is that even though you may be doing other things, everything is pretty much a means to your eventual end of whatever your goal or your career path is. Um, let's talk about just not, not having a plan B and some of the struggles that you had when you first decided to go out on your own. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I say not having a plan B, you know, there's going to be different things that happen in the course of your, you know, career to your, you know, to the goals you want to achieve that may, you know, may seem like they're going to take you off on on a dirt road as opposed to just following the, the pavement or whatever the case may be or that tarred road. 
but you have to be able to find that road again at some point. Um, the, the mentality behind that statement is really for people that say, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, I'll just, I'll just do this, you know? And then you kind of like, are really putting the focus on there. You know, you're not putting all your focus on that, on that plan A originally. So you're already kind of, you know, putting yourself in a, in a bad place. So for me, it's really about just knowing what you want to do, you know, the steps to accomplishment, you know, accomplishing it, you know, making sure all your experiences are, are, are put into the perspective of where you want to go. And, you know, like I want to be a rapper at one point, but that didn't work out for me, but it didn't, didn't mean I stopped, you know, trying to achieve, uh, you know, self-employment in the music industry. So it's very, it's, it's not as narrow as it may seem, but the statement is really more about like just staying focused. Don't veer too far off the path. At least always make a forward motion. If you got to stop for a second and take a breath or reevaluate it, that's cool. But if you go sideways or backwards, you know, you're not doing yourself, uh, you know, justice for the most part. True words, true words. Now, you said staying focused. I think that's a, a, a great segue into talking about one of your partners right now, somebody that you manage. You're partnered up with the producer named Focus. Um, you also manage Cadence. You also manage Sexy Drops as well as Valley, who are all singers, songwriters, artists in their in their own right. So let's just compare and contrast a little bit the difference between uh, managing somebody who is already established, such as Focus, versus going with somebody like Cadence, who is, is newer to the marketplace. What are some of the, the challenges with working with somebody that's established versus trying to establish a newer artist? Well, the, the interesting part is, is it, it's not too different in terms of, you know, the overall idea of it. You know, with somebody like Focus, when we sat down originally and he actually, you know, approached me, you know, and I said, I stand to manage him. It was really more about like him seeing the fact that we moved around a lot. You know, we had great relationships. We were very professional, organized, we communicated well. And, you know, I, I asked him right off the bat, like, what, what do you want to have happen over the course of the next five years for your life and your career? You know, once we kind of got past that and we knew what the goals were and, you know, how we wanted to be branded in a different perspective, because, you know, he had been in Aftermath for so many years. And a lot of times people were like, focus. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to focus, focus. I'm like, oh, you know, focus used to be at Aftermath. And they're like, oh, that's focus. So we had to kind of get him out from behind the shadows of that and really highlight, you know, his success, his uh, discography, you know, his ability to mentor people, his experiences. Etc. Now with somebody like Cadence, you know, it was really more of a talent thing at first because she had an incredible story. You know, her work ethic was amazing. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of a formula for success for her as a writer. And we, we as I standard had a great platform to put her in front of some great up and coming producers. But then once we created that quality of a product, we started sharing that with the relationships you know, with the A, B, and C list producers, and they'd play it for artists, and they'd play it for labels, and they'd play it for publishers, and the publishers and A&Rs and labels are like, well, you know, who is this girl? Where is she from? And then they started, you know, hollering at us. So now we're in a place where it's very exciting because, you know, she's getting in the studio with some of the biggest names in music, and because of her raw talent, her ethic, and her capacity, she's, she's going to be extremely successful. So it's more of a balancing act than anything because you still want to build the person up as they're growing, but they're also still so focused on the job at hand that they have to make sure the quality doesn't deteriorate and they have to make sure that, you know, whatever's being asked of them is, is being, you know, hit on the head of the target. So 
there's a lot of differences, but there's also a lot of similarities. And, you know, me being able to manage a lot of people at once when I was, a, you know, regional, I had over uh, 60 managers that I had to speak to on any given day of the week. So, you know, me being able to judge, I mean, juggle all those communications and the, the organizational side of it. And then I stand with our platform of brand and relationships, you know, makes things a lot easier. But, um, you know, it's it, managers is the hardest job in the industry. You know, you get you get paid last, you work the hardest, and you probably, you know, sleep the less, at least whatever the case may be. So, yeah. <laughs> but I love it, man. I love seeing people. I love seeing people progress and, you know, really meet their goals and feel accomplished. And that's the type of thing that me as a manager, I get gratification. I get gratification from that. Now, speaking about cadence, um, I had an opportunity earlier um, last week uh, for the people that are listening last week to. DJ her listening party, listening session for a new a new project, Pen Piper. Um, Caught out of habit was the first release from there. Um, just I'm very excited for the people because I got a chance to listen to some of the music for the first time there, and then also you know there's been some listening sessions. People have have gotten a chance to listen to you know where she is now. So coupling that along with some of the um, behind the scenes writing work that she's been able to do. Like, where do you see, I mean, the sky is obviously the limit, but where do you see Cadence, like, within the next year, year and a half? Like, what do you, some specific goals that you might want to share with some of the people for Cadence? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously the first thing is to get that that major placement. You know, she's laid records down with everybody from Timberland, the Mustard, the Cool and Dre, you know, the Ariana Grande, the Cassie, the Tana Taylor, the Nelly, already, you know, in a very short period of time. So, you know, she's a writer, but she's also an artist. And there's going to come a point where one of these artists is going to want to leave her on the hook or, you know, leave her in the vocals. And, you know, she's going to get a feature and that's going to segue into her being the artist. But the, the good part about Cadence is that she's able to focus on, you know, a lot of things at once. We have a very tight schedule. We communicate very well. And, you know, for her in the next year and a half, I mean, it, it could be, I mean, I personally think she's going to be the go-to writer over the course of the next decade for urban music. Um, as long as we can, you know, get the vision out there, people can really see it. And I think, you know, she's, she's young still, so there's a lot of time for her artistry to fall through, but I think it's going to come with that placement, the name, and then, you know, eventually we'll probably look for a, a deal for her and, you know, so on and so forth. Sounds dope, man. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to being around for that. And once again, this is part of my fresh radio. I'm DJ AO. I'm on the phone with Jay Hatch. Find him online at uh, at Mogul Status across all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. I stand at producers, man. So let's just talk about, man, when I first met Jay, I was in college. I was interning for his partner and fellow co-founder of I Standard, uh, Don DiNapoli, who you can find online at Thrill Collins across all so- social media platforms. Um, I was interning for Don at the time, and that's when I, you know, was kind of brought into the I Standard family. Came along years later to work um, in an official capacity as far as the the content management position. But one of the the, the interesting things, and it's, this goes just in business in general, is just being able to balance personalities, balance responsibilities. I've gotten a chance to know Jay and you know Don obviously over the years. You have a different personality from him. Um, how do, do personalities play a role in being able to manage a company, especially when you're talking about the two top people at a company? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because Don and I from day one always had like a, a an extremely interesting dynamic. Um, 
you know, when we first met, I, you know, he used to have an artist that would frequent my artist showcases. And then one day he had approached me and said, Hey, what do you think about doing something for producers? And, you know, we sat down at Cat's Deli. We basically handed each other the same snapshot of an idea what we thought the show should be about. We wanted to be more about, like, you know, education and experience and longevity as opposed to just being entertainment with the beat battle. And then from that point on, you know, we grew this thing into the monster that it is, but we never initially intended to do so. It was really about building relationships and shopping our producers' music to, like, the labels and artists and managers, et cetera. So, you know, Don and I, we we, we have, the, and that's why our, our publishing company is called Digital Osmosis, is because we just, like, when something comes up, we don't even have to have a conversation about what needs to be done. It's just we both, I guess, play to our strengths and just uh, accept or adopt whatever the task may be. You know, Don focuses more on the operational side of things with, you know, the website, the sponsorships, the expenses, the travel, you know, some of the processes behind the scene. And I'm more, you know, the host, the, 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 the relationship guy, the, you know, the, the person that puts things in motion. So, you know, the management side of things. So we don't even have to talk often. It's just our communication is done, you know, via email or our back end, you know, process that we use. And all of our staff is mobile too, which makes it that much more difficult. But at the same time, we just, again, everybody knows their part in their place. So I don't think there's anybody else out there like us. You know, I, I really can't find anybody that could operate the way we do. You know, obviously we still have a lot more opportunity out there, but we're, we're, we're taking the brand to a higher level over the course of the next three to five years with all the things we have in place now with the management side of it, mobile side of it, um, you know, just taking this thing overseas, you know, delegating more to the team, having the team embrace you know, the ownership of the business and putting people in place to take over the things that we were doing for so long that we no longer can do, you know, because they're either too tedious or we've trained other people to be just as good as we are at those things. So it's an interesting dynamic, man, but we've been able to live uh, successfully for 12 years in the space doing this. And I'm not going to say we haven't wanted to, you know, shake each other a few times, but, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> we've always had a... <laughs> We've always had a, a, a similar end result, and I think we've done a great job on uh, on doing so. Dope, yeah. I always thought it was a, a really cool dynamic because it's always, from my perspective, always been very seamless the way that you guys are able to communicate, run a business, build things, and then also have your own lanes and your own brands. There's certain things that you do that's your lanes, things that Don does that's right. his lane. But it all comes back yep. to, you know, bringing everything back to the to the bigger table and the bigger pot at our standards. So I've always thought that was really dope. Absolutely. So we talked about so many different hats that you wear and entrepreneurship, author, manager, so many different things. Um, you're jumping into the podcast arena. You have a podcast that's going to be dropping soon. It's called Success Symbols. Um, when can people expect to be able to listen to this and what will you be talking about on the, on the podcast? Well, right now we're just kind of putting all the framework together, uh, website, um, just the process of how we're going to record uh, some visual stuff, some some clothing stuff to go along with it as well. And we're probably going to launch the promotion for the first show sometime like by, I would say May 1st or 7th, the latest. And then sometime later in May will be the first episode. And, and really the focus for success symbols kind of goes, plays along closely with the entrepreneurial spirit of the book and, you know, I standard in general uh, where it's more about, you know, the up and coming film, TV, fashion, music, you know, entrepreneurs, 
that are, you know, breaking the the surface in new, in new spaces, you know, digital applications, uh, new companies, just fresh new ideas that maybe don't get the, the amount of light that they deserve. And, you know, it's just really our way of sparking the mentality of the young next generation of up-and-coming moguls to, you know, think freer and, and clearer and have a better vision of what they want to do in life and be inspired and, and whatnot. So, you know, I've, lately I've been trying to put the, the emphasis myself on being a, a mentor and I'm bringing in my uh, my assistant, Rock, to co-host the show with me because I've seen him grow, you know, over the last two years of working with me and how he's helped me grow in terms of like my social media and my outreach and keeping me organized, you know, from his perspective. So, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm bringing on some more people on my team, you know, the, the J-Hash team per se. You know, we're going to be diving into the podcast and clothing things this year. I'm going to be doing a lot more outreach with the book. and I'm going to be kind of transitioning into more of a, of a motivational speaker per se. Mm. Um, you know, I just had a great call today with the, with the brand that wants to kind of help shape and mold me into being somebody of influence on a larger scale. Um, so there's going to be a lot of great things going to happen over the course of the next year. I'm excited for, you know, never thought I'd really be in this space, but I, you know, and part of it is when I said no plan B, I didn't want, I didn't say I want to be a rapper and that's all I focused on. <laughs> I said, I want to be in the music industry. Yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to be an entrepreneur all my life. And, you know, it's pretty broad, but in the same spectrum, it's, it's, pretty defined it has an identity and i feel like everything that i've been able to do is going to take me there but i you know i wouldn't be here without the great people around me like don like yourself like rock like mr jones you know all the guys that i standard and all the people that i work with you know across the board all the city reps everybody so so i'm blessed man i'm happy to be in this position but i'm also i also know that there's still a lot of growth and development to me as a brand too yeah, that's what I was going to say uh, following up. Like, I, I know that it, it's one of those things where it's ever growing. Like you mentioned, you, you know, it's very broad, but you also, you know, it's like driving a car. You know that there's more than one route to get to a certain destination. So it's going to be things that pop up. You're going to see an opportunity that may not have been on your radar in the first place at oh, This might work. And then you try it and it works. And, you know, you never know. You never know. So that that motivational speaker thing and just being a person of influence in that field, it makes a lot of sense because of the of things like the book, things like the journey that you've had, things like building a company from scratch. Um, it all makes sense and it all works because it's all part of the same foundation. So, man, I'm looking forward to the to the next few years of success for you and, and, and really seeing you know where you can take all of this. Appreciate it, bro. You know, it's, it's, it's been a great journey, man. And, uh, you know, just that whole car analogy that you just brought up, it's, it's interesting because when I speak about the book and some of my of my engagements, I always say that there's there's a lot of people out there that have the ability to, uh, you know, get in that car, you know, and, but the problem is a lot of people spin wheels. You know, they have, they have the GPS system, they have the car, they have the gas, they know it works, they can go forward, but sometimes people just don't necessarily know how to start, they don't know where to go, or they stay stagnant and do the same thing over and over again but get the same results which in definition is called insanity. So, you know, it's about really taking risks. It's about believing in yourself. It's about creating leverage. It's about building a brand. It's all those things, really. You know, everything goes hand in hand, you know, hand in fist. And, you know, if you're able to connect the dots in a way that allow you to put one foot in front of the other, you can get to any destination you want. You're the only, you're the only thing in, in your way. Absolute truth. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been part of my Fresh Radio. My guest today is Ben J. Hatch. Across all social media, he's at Mogul Status. Make sure you pick the book up, How I Left My Job and Made It in the Music Industry. Check out iStandardProducers.com. I might have something to do with that. Listen to Success Symbols when it drops. Pay attention to what Focus is doing. Cadence, Sexy Drops, Valley. Going to be talking to Valley coming up on part of my Fresh Radio. And just stay plugged in, man. At Mogul Status. My name is DJ AO. Online at AO the DJ. Any last words, my man? Just appreciate everybody's support, man. Just cop the book. Go to any of those online retailers. Uh, I'll be doing a book uh, speaking engagement on April 18th at IAR. So you can uh, RSVP at ROC at iStandardProducers.com and come check it out. Get a signed book. Take a pic. Build. That's it, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you for your time. All right, man. Appreciate yours. Thanks. Peace.